Good day, MBDM family. We are so grateful that you chose to worship with us on today. Before we jump into the word on today, we want to let everyone know of some of the amazing things that are happening here at MBDM. We are currently holding our services in person at our physical location at 530 Northeast Broadway. We are also broadcasting our services live through our YouTube channel. Replays of the message and the service can be found on all of our other social media outlets and pages. Our MBDM prayer line is open Monday through Thursday, Saturday at 8 p.m., using the information on the screen. Please join our prayer line if you are in need of prayer, if you need someone to touch and agree with you in prayer, or if you are looking to begin to pray for others and to see the miraculous work happen in other people's lives. Kingdom Intercessory Prayer Team meets Monday through Friday as well as Sunday. Please see Elder Rhonda Allen for more information if you're looking to become a part of that powerful team. Our Bible study is focused on the theme, having a soul for success, looking to have a soul that is under control, and learning more about being engrafted in. We hold our Bible studies in person at our physical location as well as virtually. Our Bible study begins at 7 p.m., and you are more than welcome to join us using the link that is provided on the screen. You are also invited to join our MBDM Bible Study Band Group. This is a group that you're able to join and find all of the documents that and all the attachments that are used during Bible study. Also, to be able to receive what is the assignment, what is the reading, um, what is being asked of us prior to entering Bible study every Thursday. So please join our MBDM Bible study band. Children's Church is still meeting on Sundays during the sermon. We are servicing our little disciples who are in their kindergartners all the way through those who are fifth graders. We definitely help the hands of older disciples, um, the younger disciples, if you will. But we also um, are looking to start to fill out more classes for them to learn as well. So we are looking to start our Wednesday-Sunday split starting February the 6th. Wednesday will be set aside to be able to do breakout rooms for all of our age groups. So we're looking to start that, um, as I mentioned, February the 6th, and it will be by way of Zoom. Sunday will then become our all-inclusive day, which we will have an opportunity to do a craft with our students, to be able to strengthen our disciples in the Word together, and continue to carry on what we've started on our Sunday times together. We are asking volunteers to complete the sign-up form that is provided in the announcements. If you are not getting the announcements, please reach out to Pastor Kamika so that we can add you onto the list. Instead, will be returning for the next session on February the 24th. We are asking you to please look in the announcement for the registration links. It is two different links. One, if you are new to Instead, and two, if you are returning, you are a returning student. Instead comes together on Thursdays from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, please contact Elder Rhonda Allen or Sister Angie Lewis. Now, Apostle Stephanie Moody will be beginning an apostolic leadership and mentoring um, programming course. Orientation will be um, on January 28th at 10 a.m. by way of Zoom. Um, the cost or the um, idea offering given will be $10 per month. And so if you're looking to register, please use the link that is provided on the screen. The same link is also available in our announcements. 
Bonham Unity will be um, open for the food pantry on Thursday, January the 27th. Um, they are offered f- open from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. We are looking to become a part of Street Kings, which is our ministry that is focused on outreaching to the homeless community in the Des Moines area. Please see our very own brother, George Storm, for more information. Spirit Midwest is about three weeks away from taking off and going into Tijuana for their annual mission trip. The next meeting for Spirit Midwest will be held on January the 30th. If you have any questions, please contact Sister Terry Storm for more information. Black Women's Health and Wellness will be returning on Tuesday, February the 8th. Please join our very own Apostle Stephanie Mooney as she shares the multiple things and areas that black women are leading in health and wellness that they should not be. So look forward to her interviewing multiple guests to be able to share out the information so that um, our black women can begin to be champions in health, no longer where they're placed right now. Ask a Pastor will be returning on March the 4th. That is a Friday from 6 to 7.30. If you have any questions or any concerns, please reach out to Pastor Kamika for more information. Mom Strong met this past weekend, and it was an amazing time. Please plan to join them again on February the 26th from 9 to 10.30 at Freedom Blend Coffee. Also during this time, they will be starting the 30-day detox. Um, the image of the booklet is on the screen. And so on February 26th, they'll come together and begin to discuss where every woman is at in that point, as well as focusing on building up a vision board. It is asked if you are planning to make an electronic vision board that you plan to bring your device to show it. If you are planning to make a physical one, there will be um, different items there in person for you to be able to build it. Always want to promote the Count the Kicks app, which is a free app that is available to all um, women who are with child to be able to be a stronger advocate for that child. So please continue to promote that app and make sure every person that's able to um, be served by it is downloading on their phones or their devices. It is a free app if you have not heard me say that before. Now, in, on April the 8th and the 9th, our very own Apostle Stephanie Mooney will be a keynote speaker at the Women's Conference with the title being Sisterhood. This is the Open Bible 2022 Women's Conference. If you're looking to register, the information is on the poster that you see on the screen right now. There's a link for you to be able to sign up. This conference will be held in Clear Lake, Iowa, so please plan accordingly. As always, we definitely offer opportunity for any prayer requests. Please continue to use the links that are provided um, in the description as well as within the sermon and the broadcast on today to be able to make a prayer request and we will definitely touch and agree with you. We'll also reach out and contact with you just to be able to get more information and to actually pray. We believe that prayer works. We we believe that prayer is a powerful weapon that is used against the enemy and we also believe that prayer has the opportunity to give hope to all those that believe in its power. So please, please, please continue to get prayer requests and continue to lift up those that are sick or shut in right now in the name of Jesus. We believe that Jesus Christ already died for our sins he's also already took up all of our infirmities so continue to lift up the name of Jesus and lift up those that are um, not able to be as active as they were at one time 
We also want to give an opportunity to celebrate those that are having a birthday in the month of January. So happy birthday to our January babies, as well as we want to celebrate every anniversary within the month of January. And last but certainly not least, we want to give an opportunity for you to be able to give. Here at MBDM, you are able to give electronically by way of PayPal. So if you will be so kind to use the information that is on the screen, you'll be able to give either your tithes or your offering. Once again, we are so grateful and thankful that you chose to worship with us on today. Now hang on tight and begin to prepare for the word that will go forth. God bless you, and here we go. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Or afternoon. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Well, our scripture reading for today, it's a short one. It's going to be very familiar. It's coming from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read it in the New King James. And it reads, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. My teaching for today is it's time to get our hopes up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, God, Lord, we just thank you for this day. God, this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, dear Father. Lord, we thank you, Father God, Lord, for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard so far this day. God, Lord, we thank you, God, for your presence, your peace, your joy, your hope, dear God. Lord, fill each and every one of us, Father, Lord, with you, God, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you, Father God. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every person here on the and also online, God. Lord, I thank you, God, that you are covering us, God. Cover the homes, Father, represent in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you cover everything that concerns us in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue risen against us in judgment will be condemned in the name of Jesus. We declare and decree that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, that we are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, God. God, we praise you. We worship you, God. Lord, we honor and we adore you, Father. Right now, I bind up all demonic spirits, principalities, all spiritual wickedness in high places, every high thing that would try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God right now in Jesus' name. I come against all discouragement, all hopelessness right now in the name of Jesus. Anything that try to come against the hope of the saints, we bind and break its power right now in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree that we will arise. We will shine. We declare and decree that the light has come. Hallelujah, Father God. I thank you, God. Restore, God. Restore the places, Father, where the enemy has tried to steal our hope, God. Restore the places where our hope has been diminished, dear Father. Lord, that we would be able to walk in hope, not only walk in hope, but abound in hope, God. That we would remain in hope, Father. That we would supersede in hope in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, right now, Father, I avail myself as a vessel. Father, for your use. Father, remove me completely. Father, work through me. Speak through me. Father, that every word that I speak would only come from you in Jesus' name. I thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah and amen. amen. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to spend some time in that scripture today. Like I said, it is a short one, very familiar, and I'm going to be saying it over and over. And the hopes that it will, it will penetrate into your spirit, that you'll get a revelation, a fresh revelation of what the scripture is saying, of how important hope is in our lives. Amen. It is so important in living an abundant life. Jesus said that he came to give us life and life more abundantly, right? In John 10, 10, it says, the thief comes not except to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus said that I came that they, that's you and me, amen, may have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus came that we can have a more abundant life. Hallelujah. He wants us to thrive, right? Not just to survive. So if you feel like you're just surviving, this word is for you. It's time to get your hopes up. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I'm going to read this with um, some definitions behind the words. Now, or moreover, faith, the conviction of the truth, is a substance, a particular kind of matter with uniform properties of things hoped for to expect with confidence. And the evidence, the available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief is true or valid of things not seen. Faith is the matter with uniform properties of things hoped for. The things that we earnestly expect with confidence. Amen. I heard it taught that faith is a, or uh, hope is a vessel for faith to fill into. Amen. So our hope comes out as a vessel so that our faith can fill into it and pour into it. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, hope has no no traction and without hope there is nothing for faith to fill men we can have faith in God knowing that he is real the conviction of the truth of God somebody can ask do you believe in God yeah of course I believe in God do you have your faith in God yeah I have my faith in God I believe he is who he said he is but do we have hope do we have an earnest expectation with confidence that he said that he will do what he said he will do? That his promises in his word are for you. Amen. That he will do it for you. Let's look at that word hope. Remember, the title for our scripture or for our teaching today is it's time to get your hopes up. Hallelujah. In looking at the blue letter Bible from our scripture, the term hope for, things hoped for, is G1679, pronounced El Pizzo, meaning to wait for salvation with joy and full confidence. Merriam Webster Dictionary defined hope as a noun, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. As a verb, it's a desire of expectation, of obtainment or fulfillment with expected confidence. There is an element of expectation with hope. Amen? Amen. Amen. Have you ever gone to a service and everyone's saying, come with great expectation? Amen. Have you heard that phrase before? Come with great expectation. Expect the Lord to move on your behalf. Place a demand on the anointing. Pull from heaven. Amen. These are all descriptions of hope. 
Come hopeful. Get your hopes up. Give faith something to fill. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. One definition of substance is a, is a physical matter from which something is made or has a discrete existence. Faith is a physical matter of those things that we hope for, those things that we expect to happen. Faith fills our hope with substance and brings it into existence. Faith-filled hope becomes substance to the natural world. Without hope, there's nothing for faith to fill. It's true. We got to have faith. Amen? Amen. We got to have faith. But what are we hoping for? What's the expectation? What are we putting out there for our faith to fill? Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Let me ask you a question. Do you consider yourself a pessimist or an optimist? Are you a glass half empty or glass half full kind of person? Amen? Are you a person that tends to see the worst in the situation or things or believe that the worst will happen? Are you a person that tends to be hopeful and confident about the future success of something? Are you one that says, I'll believe it when I see it? Or do you know that you will see it because you believe it? Amen? Are you one that gets lost in your memories, remembering the good old days, remembering and thinking back on the things that used to happen, remembering and thinking that the glory days are behind you? Are you, but are you bold enough to believe that your best days are yet to come? Amen? Amen. Are you, who are you listening to? Who have you let into your ear or in your inner circle? Do you surround yourself with pessimists that are always talking negative, that are always seeing the negative, believing and even expecting the worst to happen? Or do you surround yourself with optimists, those who see the good in people and situations, those that speak life and not death? Those that know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has good in store for that love him and those that are called according to his purpose. Those that are not ignorant of what's happening in the world around us, amen, but those that hold on to hope, that have that hope for tomorrow, a hope for a future. Believing Jeremiah 29 and 11 that says, for I know the thoughts that I have or think towards you, says the Lord thoughts of peace and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Some translations say to give you an expected end. There's that word expect again, amen? Expectation. What are you expecting from God? Where is your hope? Where is your hope level? If we had a way of measuring hope, how would your hope measure up? Do you have hope? Do you wake up in the morning full of hope or do you wake up in the morning full of dread? When you go through the day, do you continue to hold on to the hope that you woke up with if you had any? Or does it tend to leak out depending on who you're around, who you're listening to? Amen? Amen. Maybe your uh, hope has been trampled down by disappointments. Disappointment after disappointment. Where is your hope? Do you have hope for a brighter tomorrow? that your best days are ahead of you? 
that God, what he has for you, it is for you. If God be for you, who could possibly be against you? Amen? Romans 8 and 31. Standing on God's word for a future and a hope, for the no, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not for evil, to bring you a future and a hope. I really ask you and ask you to consider whose voices you've been listening to. I heard a teaching on how we hear in pictures. As you hear words, they are forming pictures in your mind. If you have a great imagination, you may really vividly see what you're hearing. Amen? As we listen to conversations, as we let words or word pictures into our lives, into our ears, into our minds, where the battlefield is, right? They are forming pictures and shaping our perception. They can infiltrate and shape the way that we see and view the world. Amen? Satan is the deceiver. We know that. Satan is the deceiver. He's a liar. He's the father of lies. Let's look at John 8, uh, 42 through 44. This is when Jesus is talking with the Pharisees, and they were not able to hear the truth of God's word coming through him, coming through Jesus. And I'm going to read it in the New King James. It reads, Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceedeth forth and came from God. Now, nor have I come from myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and a father of it. Amen. So we know, I mean, we know that, right? Satan is a liar. He's a deceiver. He's an imitator. He's going to twist words just enough to make it sound true, but indeed it is not. But we know that God is truth. The word of God is truth. Amen. Amen. We believe the word of God is true. And I want to read um, uh, John 17, 13 through 17. And this is where Jesus is praying to God the Father for his disciples. It says, but now I come to you and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you would take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Wow. That's like Bible study right there, right? Come on. <laughs> Amen. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they may also be sanctified by the truth. Everything we hear, everything we allow into our ears, we need to check it with the word of God. Amen. That's the only way that we can know that we're walking in the truth and not deception. That brings me back to, and I think about that reset when we had all those um, teachings and preaching on reset, resetting everything, everything that we believe, everything we've heard, everything that we've built up. Is it true or is it deception? Can we come back to the truth, come back to the word of God, looking at the word of God to see if what I'm believing, is it true? Does it line up with the word of God? Our perception 
is our reality, right? So if we perceive something that's not true, if we have been deceived, so our perception has been changed, that is our reality. So even though it's not true, it's our reality, amen? Amen. Whatever you perceive to be true is your reality. You will make decisions based on your perception, based on your reality. So my question, is your reality fear-based or faith-based? Is your reality full of dread or is it full of hope? We are kings and priests according to revelations, amen? That is the truth of the kingdom. We are kings and priests. That's the reality of the kingdom of God. That's true, amen? That is the true, trueness of the reality of the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom is the kingdom, period. Nothing that we perceive can change what the truth is. That is solid. However, what we perceive can impact our reality of the kingdom. Amen? Amen. What we think, what we listen to, all these things shape our perspective of our reality. I don't know about you, but I want to know the fullness of the truth of the kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. I do not want to have that deception in my perception of what the kingdom is. I do not want to have any alteration of my perception of the kingdom. Amen. When Adam and Eve first ate of the forbidden tree, God came as he always did to fellowship with them. But that day was different. Let's look at Genesis 3, 9 through 11. It reads, then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you that you should not eat? Verse 11, God asked him, who told you that you were naked? In other words, who have you been listening to? Who has been in your ear?" Today, I ask you, who have you been listening to? Who is telling you that all hope is lost? Who is telling you to stay stuck in fear? Who is telling you that you will never get out of this situation? Who is telling you that it is hopeless? Amen? Is someone in your ear, someone in your circle, someone on the news, maybe somebody at work, maybe the enemy or even your inner me? Who is it? Who are you listening to that has demolished your hope? Amen. The first obstacle to overcome in order to get your hopes up is to determine who have you been listening to? What is your perception of reality? Amen. Amen. We spent a whole couple of months in Bible study last year looking at how can we hear the voice of God, understanding the voices that we're listening to, and is it the voice of God? How can we identify the voice of God? Amen? Amen. So we looked at um, some of the other voices that we, were that we could possibly be listening to. We could, does anybody remember some of the voices? Amen. Your emotions. Your emotions. Your desires. Your desires. Your will. Your reason, Right? Yeah, your inner me. It could even be the enemy. Amen? Amen. So we need to know who it is that we're listening to so that we can look at the truth of God and stand in that truth in every situation that we come into. John 17, 17 says, Sancti them, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. 
So let me ask you a question for your reflection. What is your perception of your world? Do you have hope? Do you have an expectation that God will do what he said he would do? Who is framing your perception of your world? Remember, perception is your reality. Who are you listening to that is framing and molding your perception of your reality? Now, we don't want to put our heads in the sand, but we want to make sure that we are fighting with our faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. We need to get our hopes up, knowing who we are in Christ, having that expectation to receive all that God has for us. When our hopes are up, when our expectation is up, then faith can fill that vessel of hope. Amen? Amen. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Let's look at Acts. We're going to look at Acts 3, verses 3 through 9. And I'll read it in the New King James again. It says, Now Peter and John went up together at the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms for those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to enter the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, Look at us. Set your gaze on us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. He had hope, amen. He had that expectation. The expectation was out there to receive something from them. His expectation was extended, and his hope was there for the vessel of faith to fill. Then Peter said, because he was expecting alms, but he was expecting something, amen. And Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping, stood and walked, entered into the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he that sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement of what had happened to him. I heard it taught that faith starts where the will of God is known. Faith is knowing that God is able to do it. Amen? Amen. Hope is the expectation that he will do it for you. It's time to get our hopes up. Get your expectation to receive from him up. Get your hopes up. If we, we can have faith without hope, knowing that God can do it, but not sure if he will do it for you. However, you cannot have hope without faith. Faith is a foundation of the thing, and your hope is your earnest expectation to receive what your faith is able to fill. When the lame man was looked to receive from Peter, his hope was the vessel for his faith to fill. So Jesus was walking through the crowd. When Jesus was walking through the crowd and the woman with the issue of blood came up, and I know you're very familiar with that story, to touch the hem of his garment, she had an expectation. Her hope was there for her faith to fill, that if she could just touch the hem of his garment, that she would be healed. Hope helps us to endure times of testing. Amen. 
knowing that God is not done, that he has an expected end for us, that he has a plan and a purpose to give us a future and a hope. Amen. Amen. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of Holy Spirit. Paul said that may the God of hope, I never caught that before. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and all peace in believing that we may abound. The word abound there, as I looked it up, means to remain in, to exceed, to increase in hope by the power. And the power word here is dunamis, the miracle working power of Holy Spirit, that we may abound in hope. Amen. Hopefully you guys are getting this. The evidence that you have hope is that you are filled with joy and peace. Amen. Amen. Now don't mistake happiness for joy or quietness for peace. Happiness is based on circumstances, and I'm sure you guys have all heard that, right? Amen. Joy is found in our spirit. You can keep your joy even when you go through trials. There's also a difference between peace and quietness, right? You can have quiet on the outside, but if you don't have peace, there you can still be in turmoil on the inside, amen? There's a difference between peace and quiet. Let's look at Hebrews 10, 23 through 25. And if you've been attending Bible study, this will sound very familiar. It reads, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who is faithful, or promised, is faithful. And let us consider one another to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. So that's a clue in and how we can get our hopes up. If you have lost your hope, this is a clue in and how we can continue to walk in that hope. Do you believe in the one who has promised is faithful? Do you believe that the one that has promised is faithful? That he's faithful to you? That he cannot lie? If he said it, amen, it has to come to pass. When we believe it, when we receive it, amen, it's a gift. It's a gift that he has given unto us. But when somebody gives you a gift, you have to receive that gift, amen. So have we been able to receive that he is faithful, that he will not lie? What he said about you, it is true. What he has for you, it is for you. When he says you are more than a conqueror, do you believe that? Do you have the hope that your faith can, your, your hope out there so that your faith can fill it, to make it substance in this world? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. It's time to get our hopes up. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hopefully you all got that all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. We have to get our hopes up. Yeah, the evidence of things not seen. We have to get our hope up. If we have faith but no hope, 
We don't have anything, right? We have to have that hope up, that great expectation. We have to expect to receive something from God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I will open up the altar if anybody is in need of prayer. If you feel that um, your hope has been diminished and um, you want someone to pray with you, pray for you. We are happy to pray with you and for you. If you're online, if you have any prayer requests, um, you can click the link and someone will call you and pray with you. But if you're here in, um, in the building today, if you do have any prayer needs, please come up and we'll be happy to pray with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, Lord, we thank you, God. We thank you, Father God, for what our ears have heard, God. Lord, help us, Father, to understand our perception, dear Father. Lord, that as we walk in what we perceive, Father, Lord, that our perception would be truth, God. Lord, reveal anything that we believe that is not true, dear Father. Lord, I thank you, God, for your word. I thank you that your word is truth, dear God. Lord, that we are able to test, God, the things that we believe, the things that we hear, Father with your word in Jesus name. Lord, I thank you, Father God. Right now, I pluck up every lie of the enemy in the name of Jesus from the hearts and the minds of your people right now in Jesus name. Lord, I thank you, God, for a revealing of the truth, God. Lord, that hope can arise within us, dear Father. No matter what it is that we see going around us, dear Father, Lord, we keep our eyes, our gaze on you, Father. Lord, knowing our help can only come from you, dear God. Lord, we thank you, God. Lord, I thank you, Father. Father, for the increase in hope in Jesus' name. You are an awesome God. I plead the blood of Jesus over the seeds that were planted, dear God. Lord, as we meditate upon your word, dear Father, Lord, that it would be ground. Uh, grounded and rooted within our hearts, Father. Lord, that it would take root, God. Lord, root and uh, fruit that remains, God. Yeah. Lord, that it would um, just crowd out, Father, Lord, the lies of the enemy that is within our hearts in Jesus' name. I thank you for it, God. I love you, Lord. I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.